Governor Hochul defended her proposal to increase new housing units by 3% on Long Island over three years, especially near train stations. Hochul visited Patchog today to show the rest of New York what transit-oriented development should look like. She credits the village for second-floor apartments overlooking a vibrant downtown. Patchog shows what real success looks like. It can feel tangible. People walk down the streets. That didn't just happen. If we just let life go by without stepping up and saying people need to live here, they have to have a place to live, this would be the ghost town that it started to be. It truly would. Hochul says more housing units are needed to make Long Island more affordable. She points to data that shows the cost of housing has increased 66% over 10 years on Long Island. Republicans say her proposal objects to home rule over local zoning decisions. They say Long Island also lacks the infrastructure and services to handle more population density. You're listening to After All Things, WSHU's daily news update from the Connecticut, New York region. Connecticut lawmakers consider lowering the blood alcohol limit. 14 protesters were arrested for disorderly conduct in Hartford and meet the Mashantucket woman who's redefining leadership in her community. Those stories and more are coming up. I'm Sabrina Garone. A bill in the Connecticut General Assembly could lower the blood alcohol content threshold for a DUI. Lawmakers say it would prevent drunk driving incidents. WSHU's Molly Ingram has more. Chief State's Attorney Patrick Griffin says the law passed in 2021 was not retroactive. Griffin told lawmakers to pass legislation that applies the law to those currently serving time on probation or awaiting trial for cannabis-related offenses that occurred before the law took effect. What is legal today should not be penalized because it occurred prior to the passage of the bill. My objection and the objection of the Division of Criminal Justice is not to uh, not pursuing these matters. It's simply we're asking to change the language of the bill. Thousands of cannabis-related charges have already been expunged from Connecticut residents' records. Molly Ingram, WSHU News. Fourteen demonstrators were arrested yesterday in a lie-in at the Connecticut State Capitol. WSHU's Shelley hassman Kadish reports. Members of District 1199, a union representing health care workers, were taken into custody as they blocked passage in the legislative office building. The protest was held to call attention to the difficulties personal care attendants are having getting a stipend for health coverage that was promised. The deadline to enroll for the insurance coverage expired last month. The union is demanding the state extend the enrollment period. They say the state did not do enough to promote the benefits, so many eligible workers did not sign up in time. The Lamont administration says the state publicized a hotline for interested workers. The union informed Capitol Police of the plan prior to the demonstration. Shelley Hassman Kadish, WSHU News. The Nature Conservancy announced it'll provide $6.3 million to aquaculture restoration programs around the country. Senior marine restoration scientist Bose Hancock says this is a sign of future progress. We know that oyster reefs do a huge amount for us that's really beneficial, and an oyster reef is a benefit. But really what we're looking for is a near-shore ecosystem that's functioning properly, and oyster reefs are a part of that system. 
This marks phase two of the Conservancy's SOAR program, a collaboration between multiple local, state, and federal organizations to rebuild damaged ecosystems. The program has played a large role in keeping oyster farmers in business during the pandemic lockdowns and has made significant headway in restoring Shinnecock Bay's oyster population on eastern Long Island. One of our region's tribal members was appointed to the Department of the Treasury Tribal Advisory Committee last year. More on her journey after headlines and a message from our supporter. Support for After All Things comes from Hartford HealthCare. More COVID vaccine answers at hartfordhealthcare.org slash vaccine or 833-621-0600. The New York State Office of Cannabis Management is doubling the amount of licenses it plans to award cannabis retail dispensaries. The news comes as more than 900 businesses around the state applied for licenses. According to the chair of New York's Cannabis Control Board, the increase to 300 awarded licenses will allow more entrepreneurs to participate in the first wave of the industry. Westport and New Canaan joined Fairfield's Regional Dispatch Center yesterday. The union occurred even as the dispatch's telecommunicator said they aren't yet ready for the change, citing insufficient cross-training. Meanwhile, Fairfield Police Chief Robert Calamaris said that not only was the transition a standard merger, but also the team was well prepared for it. Fire departments on Long Island are filing a lawsuit against New York State and the Department of Financial Services. The complaint comes as fire departments across the state ascertained they were owed up to millions from out-of-state insurance companies, which are required by law to pay premiums for fire services. The fire departments claim that the state was failing to collect the premiums at all. Women's History Month is recognized throughout March. One indigenous Connecticut woman is redefining leadership within her community. WSHU's Janice Roman reports. Jean Swift is a member of the Mashantucket Pequot Tribal Nation. Last year, she was appointed to the Department of the Treasury Tribal Advisory Committee. Leadership wasn't something Swift initially sought out. She started her career as a certified public accountant and later took on the role of the tribal council treasurer. As her career progressed, she realized that leadership opportunities began to unfold for her over time. And then I also really involve the people that I'm working with to a level where I generally typically try and care about who they are as people and individuals and what they can bring to help meeting that purpose or mission. Swift says she's had the privilege to work with several tribal members that have helped her to navigate leadership. She says much of her inspiration comes from people who don't have official titles, people like her late grandmother, who was a homemaker and a pastor's wife. The leadership that she had and, and um, possessed and um, just her ability to inspire the best in people, I, I think it's an amalgamation of both prominent people and non-prominent people who are just people of integrity and character. Swift advises young Indigenous women to embrace who they are and to, quote, bloom where they're planted. She says learning from each experience prepares you for what's next. 
Janice Roman, WSHU News. For the latest news from Long Island and Connecticut, you can listen on the radio or anytime online at WSHU.org or with the WSHU app. After All Things is supported by Hartford HealthCare. And just like everything else you hear on WSHU, this podcast is also made possible with generous support from listeners like you. So thanks for listening and for sharing this podcast with your family and friends. I'm Sabrina Garone. Have a great rest of your evening. We'll talk tomorrow.